This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is The Boop Show, episode 283. It's Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to The Boop Show. Uh, My name is Scott Johnson. I'm here with Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott. <laughs> hey, uh, we're, yes. we're back, it is everybody. The end of March. Yep, that's What's right. That? End of March. We got a new month coming up, and uh, uh, new months mean new big major releases of video games. But we don't focus on those. We focus on the little guys. The little guys. That's right. And there's plenty of those coming too. Um, one piece of notable information, though, if you were a uh, previous owner of the video game known as uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I am. Oh, What's going on? Well, you'll be happy to know that patch 1.2, which is uh, supposed to be like the end-all, be-all, greatest patch of all time, and fixes like all the issues that game launched with and has had since since launch. Uh, does it make to fix all does that. it make the game less of uh, less dickish? Uh, that- no, people are still big dicks <laughs> in that game. Everyone's still <laughs> a, a kind of a dick. And uh, oh, good, good. Which is a lot like I mean, uh, you know, to its credit, that's cyberpunk. The, yeah, the, 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 the information, or future. sorry, the, the property that it's based on is very dickish. But right. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see just how dicky with patch 1.2, I suppose. But basically, I look at it this way Hey, guys, uh, Cyberpunk came out in March of 2021. Congratulations on your launch. You did it. You hit yeah. retail uh, 1.02, sorry, and you're all going to be great. So good job. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that. Instead, we're going to talk about. This swath of new games coming down the pipe that I got. I got a whole bunch of cool indies. I'm going to name off a few, and then we're going to hit them every week for the next, like, five weeks, okay? Yeah. I got Tenants, The Tenants, sorry. Uh, okay. Do you ever want to run your own, uh, you know, freaking uh, property and then go in there and repaint the walls, clean up all the shit from the last <laughs> uh, renters and, uh, you know, some of that? You have no idea how much I want to do that every day. Well, well, good, because this, like, weird combo of The Sims and, and House That's Flipper. That's what I was to say. It, it sounds like clean-up Sims. It's yeah, like, it's oh, the in-between be- in story. It's a Sims, little, it's a little like story. that. You buy properties, yeah. you renovate them, you then rent them, try to find decent uh, tenants, and then you try to sort of manage all of that. And uh, so far, so good. Early access, uh, big raves in the reviews. I got a copy. I'll be talking about that, I think, next week. Uh, So watch for that. But a whole bunch after that as well. But I wanted to mention this. As a longtime MMO player, the first MMO I ever played was was EverQuest 1. Oh, yeah. 1999, was it? I guess so. Right. Uh, Played that like crazy. I also played a whole bunch of... uh, uh, What was the... the, um, Oh, it was like a cyberspace. There's another cyberpunky kind of thing uh, made by Funko at the time. 
and not Funko. That's the. I was about <laughs> to say the the pop people. No, who am I trying to think of? Fun. Oh, you're talking about not Funko, but um, Fun. Oh my com. God, Funcom. That's it. That's it. Funcom. Yes, uh, Funcom. Yes, Funcom made a game called Anarchy Online, and I played that. To. Played that a lot. I played uh, all of them, and then I played those two. Uh, uh, well, now I don't remember any names, or anything. So f it. But. Uh, uh, those were all great, right? Played a lot of MMOs and then WoW came and kind of killed all of them. And then we played that. And then occasionally something cool would come out and we'd play that. Well, I'm playing Final Fantasy 14 again. And I don't know if you've played Final Fantasy 14. It's a big ass MMO. And probably uh, by the numbers, the number one competition World of Warcraft currently has. Um, they have a big player base and uh, probably the only thing that even looks like competition for them. And, uh, that makes the game instantly interesting because obviously there's something to it because a lot of players who would normally be playing WoW have hopped on over there and are playing that pretty seriously. And I've been in and out of it over time, decided to get back in after a nightmarish account recovery process that I do not want to even get into. What a pain that was. They're very bad at that, by the way. I just want to say this real quick. Square Enix and Final Fantasy fourteen. your game's great once you get into it. You open the game and the world's your oyster. Having a blast. All easy peasy, ready to roll. Let's go. It's any of the other stuff you got to do around it. All the support stuff, account recovery, two-factor authentication systems, uh, the way your launcher freaking works, your um, uh, password recovery is a nightmare. It's all bad. Really bad. Like stuff that feels like it was made in the EverQuest era. What are you guys doing? Like fix that shit because your game is great. And otherwise, <laughs> modern experience. I'm having a great time in there. But all that lead up to get that thing fixed and running, what an effing freaking cluster bomb that was. So anyway. Not not that you're mad about it. Not mad, no. I'm really not because no. now I'm in Just and I got a dude and I'm making a guy and it's great. Um, I'm a gladiator. I'm in a place that looks like Utah called Utah or something like that. <laughs> and uh, there's lots of tiny little, I don't know what they're called in the game, but the little race of people, the little tiny gnomey looking people. I just want to kick them across the yard every time I see one. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> but I'm having fun and the stories are good. And it's I'm even early on in like the older content, the Realm Reborn stuff, and I'm still having fun. So it's nice to just get a little change, you know, yeah. switch gears, hop off the old wow wagon, jump on this other wagon full of yes. strange anime tropes and goofball imagery, but also kind of rad imagery and also very cool storylines and also, you know, pretty good combat and all that. It's good. I like it. The The world is that that world is huge. They've been building it for so long. It's just it's amazing. Yeah, it's real good. It came out in what? When was Realm Reborn? 2015? Uh, let's see. That, that sounds about right. Let's yeah. Plus all the, you know, all the, the, the game before it, which was what? 11 final fantasy 11 was an online. Mm-hmm. It's they're so weird how they do that. Like just call it yeah. something else. Don't call it one of the numbered games. There's already a final yeah, fantasy I, it, 15. And, and not to mention it is, it's all Roman numerals, which is fine. If I have time to like stop and look and go, okay, Brian, translate these roman numerals which you don't look at every five minutes yeah the bigger those get the worse they get dude yeah yeah hate them hate them it's fine if you say oh it's a 10 how do you know it's a big x yeah easy yeah no one two and three easy but then when you start throwing the i's and the v's in there it's like i can get it (laughs) but i'll have to pause for a minute yeah you know yeah what do i look like a roman anyway right when i look a roman i use roman numerals every day yeah so i'm playing that it's once a week uh, you made a note in here that uh, Microsoft bought Discord. It's, uh, they're actually just in discussion. I don't think it's nothing's right. happened yet. But uh, yeah, 
They want it. It's an, it's an heavy discussion. And there's a little question mark after that Microsoft bought Discord. Yeah. Uh, after you said, not true. They want it. They want Discord. They want it. The question is, uh, well, see, I still have this theory they won't. I think this is just Discord pumping up their potential IPO price and they're going to go public and make a crap ton of money by themselves. They, they've been talking about going public for a while. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I know I love Discord. I, I don't know how I feel about their business model. I, you know, do you ever pump any money into Discord? No, I've never done Turbo or any of that stuff. The Nitro thing? Yeah, no, they had their little the, game offerings or, yeah, for a Nitro. while, too. They got the Nitro so you can uh, you can bump your server up and you know have extra emojis, animated emojis, different little things here and there. And I know some people take advantage of it, but I don't think nearly enough. I'm, I have I no idea. I don't think, as far problems. as I know, they're not, they can't be profitable, right? There's no way. I, I, you know, once again, I just have never really looked at the business end. I enjoyed the product, but I, just from an outside observer, I'm like, no way they're making money on this. This, yeah. Is a, yeah. You know. Maybe. I mean, you know, maybe there's enough of those nitro things going out. But my guess is, um, my my guess is if Microsoft's interested, see, and it's too could, easy. Luke in the chat is he went for the easy fruit here. He says right. Microsoft will probably ruin the company like they ruin everything else they touch. I think that's unfair. Right. Um, to say about any company until they do. In other words, did they buy Skype and let it squander and turn into a kind of a rotten poo? Yes. But it was uh, kind of headed that way anyway. It's also, remember us complaining it's also about Skype different, before Microsoft bought it? That was also like, what, 12, 13 years ago? Yeah. It's also not the yeah. same Microsoft as it was then. That was a Microsoft that refused to put anything on other platforms. They were still pushing Windows Jeez. Phone. Like, I think, what's his name was still there? Developers, developers. What's his name? Can't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, and they're focusing on that too. That's one of the reasons. That's one of the things that's pushing them towards this is their new philosophy is to support or get involved with content creation and developers. And they know that Discord is a huge part of that. Yeah. And so I, I feel like Discord needs some direction. I mean, because it, as a, as a user, I'm like, well, this is pretty good, but I don't really feel like Discord has changed much in the last ever since right. I've joined it. You could also uh, you could also argue that um, that Microsoft any lately anyway when it's a gaming side decision they've been pretty yes. solid decisions. I don't know anybody good. who thinks they're going to ruin Bethesda. No one's ever says, said this to me. I'm sure somebody has because right. you know hyperbole is everywhere. But somebody nobody's come up to me and said, Scott, do you think they're going to ruin Bethesda? Somehow Microsoft's going to squash them? No, I don't. I think they're going to give them all the money in the world to make all the games they want to make, and they're going to make shit tons of money. The right. gaming decisions as uh, in the last four or five years have been really strong and mm. seem to be backed up with uh, more than just, you know, us hoping that they're not going to treat it poorly. And this would be right. part of that strategy. Discord's not for their enterprise side of things. They have stuff for that. No. They've got teams, which is growing exponentially in enterprise yeah. in terms of like communication tools. They don't need Discord for enterprise. A few years ago, Microsoft essentially gave up on gaming at least publicly they said they said eh, it's not our profit maker we're kind of you know we're going back to office we're going to refocus but then just slowly they've kind of crept back over and have done some really amazing things in the yeah. in the gaming so we'll we'll arena. see what happens i mean i don't know um right what did what go belly up luke i'm not sure what he's asking teams teams is still huge teams is yeah just nobody likes it but it's huge oh no people don't love it but they don't I, I like it better than Slack. It. There, I said it. I don't. Oh. Slack is losing their way, dude. It's not great. Yeah, Slack lost their way a long time ago. Yeah, in my opinion. Once again, just as a user. Yeah. 
so anyway, all I'm saying is, uh, there are some initiatives happening at Microsoft, things like Game Pass, things like the way you can buy into their console ecosystem or play everything on PCs now or whatever that, that lead me to believe they're trying to make smart, well thought out, not flippant decisions. And also $10 billion, even for them is not a flippant decision. That's a big deal. So if they end up paying 10 billion for that company, good Lord. I, I, like I said, as, as a user, I can't imagine. I just, I just don't see the business model, but I mean, I'm sure there's something there. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's sometimes they explore it and it doesn't work out. One of those examples would be Mixer, right? They bought that yeah. and then branded it yeah. and then tried to push it and push it and push it. And they never could get market share with that thing, Mm-mm. but it wasn't going to do it without them or with right. them. So I don't see that as them taking a thing that was bound for massive success and then ruining it. I see them trying to take it give it the resources it needed to make that massive success. And they just could not, could not crack I mean, the they did everything. Twitch. I mean, they even, they even wooed away one of the biggest Twitch streamers at the time to their service. I mean, they were doing, I mean, if you want to talk about passion, cause I get mad at Google lots of times cause Google doesn't have any passion. They'll start something and kind of go, eh, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Oh, Google's but the worst. Microsoft put some passion in that mixer and it just didn't work. Yeah, you want to com- you want to complain about a company picking up a thing and then dropping it like a hot, wet turd? Go right. complain at Google. They do that constantly, and it sucks. You think you guys all think that Stadia is going to be here in five years? I have such oh bad news for you. I have terrible yeah. news for you. Why, they'll mark they'll my dissect words. that thing up and and use it as something else. And yeah, yeah. they just don't do it, yeah. and it's. It's okay. It's the way the company runs and, you know, whatever. But in in Microsoft's case, I feel like they're taking this stuff seriously. At least the best I can tell they are. If they are, if they're not, then they are really going through the motions if they're not, because they are really seriously going through those motions. Um, uh, As a user, it feels good. In Mixer's case, again, it's not Microsoft bricking it. That's Microsoft going, all right, we gave it everything and it didn't work. So we're not going to run it if it doesn't freaking work. And it wasn't working before we picked it up, and it's not working now. And it doesn't seem to matter how many how much money we throw at it, how many big streaming stars we suck over here and give exclusive contracts to. It doesn't matter. Twitch still keeps Twitch. Is just it's the gorilla in the room. So it does. It just it we're going to stop being that gorilla. Prefer. Now, in the case of Discord, they're buying a gorilla in the room. Like Discord <laughs> is already the leader in that space. They own that. Yeah. What what Discord does, they own it. It's it. Yeah, it's everything. So anyway. I'm I'm just saying, don't be too quick to judge. If this deal goes through, might be a good thing. Might not. I, that's might I, not. I think Discord could use a little bit of direction. Yeah. I you know I'm I am i am pretty happy with what they got right now, but it could be better, right? Yeah. I like their audio codec. Please don't change that. Keep yeah, the audio. Keep codec. it solid. Because right keep now that solid. sounds great. We're talking on it right now. Right now is what we're doing. I don't like their video codec, but I like their audio codec. Oh right. yeah. Maybe if I bought Nitro, I'd like it better. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Time for games. Oh my gosh. It's not often I have a giant turnaround on the show and completely change my mind on something, but it does happen. It's not. No, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, you're going to know about it here on the show. I'm happy to admit it. So both Brian and I, excuse me, got codes not long ago for a game called Mech Mechanic Simulator. And it's exactly what you think it is. It is giant mechs in your big mech garage that you have to fix and then send back out into whatever war these mechs are fighting. Uh, It's set in some future time. If you look out the windows of this big garage uh, mechanics place that you run, you notice that it's always like kind of acid rain looking Blade Runner out there. 
Um, so we're in some, some far flung dystopic future. All of these, all of these things make me happy because I love this whole, I love everything about the setting and the concepts. And it was already a big win from that perspective when we got it. But when mm. Brian and I got it, both of us came away going, Oh, it's not what I thought it was going to be. I was hoping more. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've been loving Shipbreaker so much. So I was thinking, well, it'll be like Shipbreaker. Maybe it'd be like some, I don't know. I didn't know what it was going to be like. And I never played like that car, car mechanic simulator, which is very similar. Um, right. Apparently they're, they're I never played it either. same people and not same exact people, but some of the same people involved in making this, this that also made that car thing that was really popular still is. It's a got an overwhelmingly positive review on steam. Um, and so when I got in, I was just like, all right, hurry up, dumb robot that's talking to me. Go, I, I, okay, tutorial, tutorial. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, I'm going, I'm going. I'm just not paying attention. I just want to get to the mechanics. I just want to get in there and see what the hell's going on. So I start taking apart my first, you know, robot leg or whatever. Yeah. And then finding out, oh, wait, am I supposed to remove that? Okay, I've removed it. Now what? Well, now the whole leg's stripped and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. This game is lame. Burp, moved off of it. I'm going to take full credit on the problem here. The problem was I had a shit attitude <laughs> right uh, about how to do this and the attitude that i the problem i came into this with was i don't have time for no new tutorial i'm gonna just intuit this and just learn it myself go away tutorial when i cracked it open again one night just thinking i'm gonna give it its proper due here let's just see what the hell is going on so i did that and lo and behold there's a really interesting for me game here that was right under the surface. Had I just stuck it out, I would have seen it and everything would have been fine. But I didn't read the tutorial. So right. once I read the tutorial, it went, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do? Got it. And then this thing opens up. I fixed, I don't know, dozens of mechs now. I got reputation with all the major mech manufacturers. I've built the extra buildings in my thing. So I got like this uh, rust removal machine. I got a laser Ooh. machine that helps me retool stuff that's broken. I got a wire fixer machine in case wiring's bad so I don't have to buy new ones. So I can just use the same wiring, but just fix it, restrip it, put it back in my mech and send it off. Uh, get a new work order, do the same thing. I've gotten to the point now where I'm prestige level seven, which has unlocked uh, most buildings or most construction stuff, including, um, uh, oh, I have a tablet now, so I don't have to run all the way upstairs to get new jobs. I can just do it down on the on the construction floor space. Uh, I can clean the mechs now, so if I get a mech that comes in that's like all dirty, I can hose it down. Uh, I got all a, the mechs I got that came in were dirty. Yeah, <laughs> they are dirty. They're all like brown and gross. You gotta like they're filthy. Some, yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta spray them clean. Uh, and it gives you like a little meter, and it's like if you miss a spot, it's like nope, can't start working on it yet. You gotta finish a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like some desert. Um, planet war that you're getting a lot yeah. of these from oh it's a nice sunny day in this particular and, day you know what? i'm gonna i'm gonna defend you a little bit though i mean i know you're giving yourself a hard time about this and i, I had the same thing this is a problem i have with a lot of games uh if if there is a if there is a core game mechanic that you're going to be spending i was not i was not intentionally punny no. uh if there's a core game mechanic yeah. that you're going to eventually be playing introduce me at least to a bit of it Quicker yeah. than because the exploration of the of the garage mm -hmm. is what you're introduced to. Right. You don't do that a lot. No. And so I spent like a good 15 minutes just trying to figure out what station I needed to be in. And I didn't even know what I was going to be doing. I'm like, what am I even going to be doing? It keeps just telling me you don't have a mech. You don't have a mech. And I'm like, 
Then tell me how to get mech. Yep. Well, here's what they do. They tell you, but you did like I did. You skipped through that text you found. I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you go to that text, it immediately just says, oh, by the way, go upstairs to your computer terminal. You'll see it because we have a big fat icon on it. And right. And you click on it and it'll give you a, a potential, uh, you know, stuff. You'll hit yes, please. And then, yes, please. Oh, this is an earlier build of it. Interesting. They used to do it this way. That's pretty cool, too. I like that. Weird. And yeah, if you're not if you're not uh, tuning in to the video stream, you should. We have we we show these on uh, YouTube as well as we do our our Twitch live stream of this. Yeah. You should check that out. But I, I'm saying that if two gamers like ourselves, you know, were were uh, I guess tempted enough to bypass a lot of this tutorial, some adjustments needed. Maybe. You know, um, I'm just saying maybe just maybe. Yeah. Get, I mean, the problem is I, I install a lot of keys and go, oh, is this any good? Um, I'm here for five seconds. So this looks dumb. I'm getting out. Like, I do that too much. And so I'm really glad I went back and gave it its proper due because now I can't stop. Uh, right. It's really got its claws in me. And for those who have taken my recommendation on Shipbreaker, which we're still waiting for that damn patch so I can play it again. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, it's it does have a lot of that vibe. Um, it is kind of this dissection of this hardware and going, all right, well, I need to do this first or else this isn't going to come off. So I got to do that first. Or this part is totally busted and I can't even retool it. So I'm going to have to buy one on this shop. But if I buy one, it's going to put me six grand in the hole and that's bad. So maybe I have to do a loan. Like there's all those kind of considerations as well. You're kind of trying to run this business, make, make it successful, gain a reputation for yourself. And eventually at prestige level seven, I'm now, um, uh, I now get contracts and contracts are like, Hey, this corporation wants you to sign a contract. It will be for four total mechs with a bunch of criteria. If you do well, you get like 20, 20 grand in bonus plus the 40 grand we're going to pay you. Um, nice. And so you do a bunch of things like that. Those are interesting and different. I just got a software analysis machine uh, that will make it. So when Nerd. mechs come in and they got like broken control software stuff, something that's like software related, I can scan for that stuff, fix it put it back in the Mac, make it work right again, that sort of thing. Um, They've really put a lot of thought into how it would be if you really were a mech mechanic. Uh -huh. uh, when, a, when a mech comes in, uh, you it, it'll say something's broke on it. You have to like explore around the character or the, the mech, uh, remove the item to another uh, base where you can start mousing over top of things, and mm -hmm. then you can make gestures essentially because some of the things you have to move in a certain direction. So they kept it interesting. Yeah. It's super in easy though. Cause it's all mouse work, but they've made oh, it, yeah. they've made it. So not, none of that's too complicated. In fact, if you're the way it works right now, um, this build of the game, it made the part that's bad yellow. That's changed. Now. Yes. Now it's purple and throbs in the game. <laughs> purple and throbs. Yeah. Like something's <laughs> painful or whatever, but you it's know true. where it is because it'll show you, you're basically have seen it in the scan. So now you know where you got to go. Right. That usually means, not always, sometimes you don't have to, it's like the first thing you can take off and just replace it and you're done. But a lot of times you got to like get into the casing and the outer uh, structural stuff of this thing or some wiring inside needs to be removed, some bolts and some other things before you can get to the part. In this case on the video we're watching right now, we're trying to get this foot piece from this leg. And to do that, he's got to take apart all this hard stuff. you got to take everything apart. It's yeah. like an Apple designer designed this thing. Yeah, a little bit. It's very Apple-y if you open like an iMac or something. Um and uh, what was I going to say about that? Oh, once you do, since it's purple now, you can hover over the item 
once it's exposed. And if it won't come out yet, it will turn red and then tell you it bl- with yeah. blinking light, what's the other thing connected to it that's still slowing us down? You're like, oh, it's connected to this harness. You hover over the harness and now something it's connected to blinks. The idea is like you're kind of breadcrumbing your, yourself back to wherever the first piece is I need to remove. So mm-hmm. think of it as a layer of onions. You got to take out the top layer, then the next layer, then the next layer. It's like that. Um, it's never so deep that it's just redundant and stupid. You just, you know, there's right. always a reason to do it. Um, this guy finally got his, his foot off. Now, what he would do at this stage, now that the foot's removed, and here's where I got thrown because I didn't read the tutorial. The part he wants to use, see, he's, he's learning, so he's not knowing this better than I am, but that part is busted up to shit. Right. Um, if it has a certain icon over, it'll tell you how it's broken. There's a little legend over there that tells you what the icons mean. And if it says needs repairing, you know you can take it to your tool machine, your tooling machine, and work it and, and make it good enough to put back in. That's the best way to do it because it saves you the most money. Um, right. If it's a part that can't be repaired, you're going to have to pay for a new part. And that's okay. You'll still be profitable, but you know, you're always trying to repair what you have uh, and, and use your parts. You're only making again. your profit on, on labor, right? Right. Exactly. That's a really, that's, I was having a hard time explaining that. But that is exactly right. So uh, once that's done, it's this simple key gesture that would have changed my whole life the first impression time I played it. You hit the key or the, or the, e, or the Q or the E button, and it switches yes. it from, I'm taking shit out of the mech to, I'm putting shit back in the mech. <laughs> <laughs> Once you do that, it's cake because then it says, "Oh, your part that you fixed or bought, now it's in." And then right. every and then all of a sudden highlighted is a red place where the next piece is that's kind of transparent but not there yet. So you know what it is. Up comes your bit menu of parts that you have that you've taken out. Click on it, bam, it's in. Next one, bam, it's in. Sometimes you do little screws, depends on the part. And you just assemble the thing. They're doing it right do it now on the video where you just reassemble it and then you look at it again, scan it up and down, make sure everything looks okay put it back on the mech and make your damn money. Yeah. And then do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again. And this has a just one more mech problem that kept me up till 2 a.m. the other night. Like I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. That's the good part of this game. I, I, I quit early too, but it was just because of time related issues. I was getting a little frustrated as well. Cause I'm like, uh, the going from one area to the next area, it always seemed like maybe I wasn't reading the tutorial correctly. Maybe I was passing things too fast like like you were saying uh but it just seemed like i was like oh, okay i managed to get one of them on there and i'm like i, I don't want to try to run around and do that again right now right yeah if you I'll come if, back later your first time if you've never done one of these it's i right. I, I was frustrated because i didn't know what the frick i was doing um but once i got my but head I around same, it, i did the same thing with minecraft though i remember when i first started minecraft i was like the very first time i still remember it i i started i, I walked around and i was like what am i doing what is this what, why am i right just if you don't know the like genre this? you're gonna get thrown exactly it's just right the way uh, this so stuff I, works. I dug a hole in the ground i was like oh, okay that was interesting okay i've got a crafting mechanic all right what can i make some dirt all right all right i'm out <laughs> yeah i make some dirt clothes <laughs> i'm gonna go make some dirt um what is then, it, some stupid Lego crap? I'm out of here. And if you screw up, and I have, I, I left a wire unconnected. Oh, no. And sent it back before I noticed, and I got dinged by oh, no. the money. Not not a ton. I lost a couple of grand, but I also um, lost some uh, cred with the with the corporation that was hiring me to I do didn't it. Know you could, I didn't know you could screw up that way. Oh, yeah, oh, you can no. totally screw up. That's yeah. even better. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and then the tablet, see right now you're seeing this guy having to run upstairs every time he wants to put a job away or start a new one. The tablet right. you unlock and purchase, it lets you just be anywhere and just initiate this stuff from anywhere on the floor. Um, nice. So there's That's some nice games are good that way because they're, 
or games are the best games are the ones that are like they give you something that's slightly inconvenient but not the worst thing in the world right and then they let you find you you find a way to earn your way out of it and that's kind of what this is um i'm gonna play a little sound from it this is this is the worst part of the game and that's why i recorded (laughs) it because the rest of it sounds great it's like machinery and you know just cool sounds and all that not much to capture there but in the beginning there's this robot walking around and he's just doing loops he talks to you and he's he's kind of your beginning of the tutorial although He doesn't he's really the, tell he's you He's the claptrap of this, but not nearly as entertaining. Oh, my gosh, dude. I want to murder this robot. I hate him so bad. <laughs> and so what I did is I recorded a little bit of him, and then I'm going to tell you the secret to getting him out of your life, which I'll tell you in a second. Okay? So here, here's your robot companion. As soon as you load in for the first time, this is what he says. You're finally here. Your competitors were not as lucky as you are, and they are still sitting in their holes. And you got this gem. You know how hard it was to find this place? And unregistered mechanics are still being prosecuted by the authorities. Since you're operating in a somewhat gray area, they'll surely make me your partner in crime. Screw me apart and make me a blender or some other tool. Just be careful, okay? All right, he sucks. He sucks. They, they it, like took something like between claptrap uh, and uh, this old house or something. It's like this weird. Just I don't think know of all it. the shitty robots you've ever had to deal with in your life. He right. is he is right up there on the list, like number five. We'll say mech mechanics simulator. So here's the thing. Here, here's the, well, here's the right. point. Don't get too far ahead because this is the whole point of the oh, robot. No, no, sorry, sorry, you can turn that shit off. So here's oh, what can I did. Now? Yeah. So he walks around. Here's my other problem with him. He's not clippable. You can't walk through him. You bump into him. If he's in the way, as big wide asses in the way on one of these ramps getting upstairs, <laughs> you can't get past him right away. And he's just walking. And every five minutes or so, he's quipping. So you'll be just sitting yes. there working. All of a sudden, he'll pipe up and go, I wonder where the ramp of ramp of ramp You're like, dude, I don't want to talk to you ever. I don't ever want to talk to you. Not anything ever at all. So here's what I found out. In the settings, you can go in there and shut that dude down. He's in the audio settings. He still walks around, so you have to deal with that. Right. But he's... So you you yanked his personality chip. I yanked his personality chip. He's now just a drone. He doesn't say anything. And it's okay because he never says anything important. Like maybe down the road with early access, they'll find a reason for him to exist. Right now, it doesn't exist. I turned his annoying ass off. I'm done with him. He's out of my life. (laughs) Um, By the way, you just the, the game just showed uh, the part where you have to pee all over the mech assault. Yeah, you have, uh, pee, mech, you have pee. Yeah. yeah, the mech mechanic thing. Yeah, you yeah. take a pee. Uh, that's another thing to mention. The the water machine there, and uh, later when you get the um, the machining uh, hardware and the other thing that fixes wires and all that other stuff, they all take fuel. So there's an upkeep cost ah. on those, and you kind of keep an eye on those gauges, and, and you refuel them immediately. It's no big deal, but... You know, it's just got a lot of fiddly uh, management stuff that isn't in the way too much and isn't too fiddly. It's just about right for me. Um, I really like it. Can't say enough about it. Mech Mechanic Simulator, developed by Polyslash, uh, published by Polyslash Heartbeat Games and Playway SA. I don't know who all these people are, but they, there they are. The publishers, there they are. Well, Heartbeat Games did the car one, so I think there's some connection there. Uh, and Polyslash uh, is the developer as well. So yeah, they're the they devs. Also handle some of the publishing. And they just had some cool ideas, like these like gravity bays where you put the parts, these little Those blue cool. things. They're just like going, they're creating artificial gravity by just sitting there going. So, yeah, so Iron Man, right? This whole building feels like you're in Iron Man's 
garage. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, you can repaint your garage too. It will. You just, there's oh, a, there's a thing to go in there and just paint everything. It's kind of cool. Uh, oh, you can also paint the mechs because sometimes I, I got a paint um, bay because I started getting orders that were like, uh, you need to change these three colors on the mech before we'll take it. And oh. so you take it into this bay and you kind of like the water and then uh, paint them and, and then you get more money that way. So anyway. the, the dual the dual nozzle uh, wash machine kind of disturbs me. I, I don't know something weird about it. But uh, that's a really not really even a complaint. That's just it feels weird. There's something weird about it. Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah, bit. something weird about having those because you do it so from so far away that the, the 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 hose the line of water like takes an arc. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it is a little bit weird. I, I, I it's weird, that. but it's now in early access. Came out on the twenty fifth. Available now. Ten percent off for their launch. Seventeen ninety nine is the current price. And the way to describe it is become a mech mechanic to deconstruct, rebuild, paint, and fix gigantic iron machines. You live in an age of enormous machines, and you better get ready to get your hands dirty, they say. Uh, I totally dig it. I'm really glad I gave it a second shot and actually paid attention because that was all about me not paying attention. And now... Now, now I got to go game. back to thanks now, a lot. But now I'm equipped with new knowledge that I can turn off that annoying robot. Exactly. And- First thing you should do is turn off that piece of shit robot. Right. And now that my expectations are set, and this is where I usually fail in a lot of games, usually my expectations going in are one thing. And when it doesn't meet or it is different from that expectation, I immediately go, meh, I'm out. Yeah. You want it, first impressions matter, right? Like that stuff yeah, matter. Really oh, see, this guy's missed a task. He hasn't repaired something. Oh, Taskmaster uh, missed a task. You didn't pay attention. See, he's learning like I did. But you figure stuff out as you go. That's fun, too. It's fun to discover things, right? Um, oh, yeah. And all of the machinery stuff, they're all kind of weird mini games in a way. Like the fixing wire is almost like a find the best hacker path in these little... I don't know how to explain it. I'd have to show you to, to even explain it. But they're all intuitive. You get them right away and you're like, oh, to take rust off this thing, I have to laser it and rotate it while I laser it. And it gives me a progress bar. And, <laughs> Just a lot of and fun now I've taken mechanics. off my hand. Just a lot of fun mechanics and stuff. And right. um, now this is a this is one thing that interests me. I, I didn't really read the tutorial. I don't know if you gleamed at this information. Now you are a mechanic in the future in this mech garage. Yeah. But you don't have any hands. It's truly first person, but with with no hands or anything. Are you human or are you cyborg? Are you? Oh. Does it ever even say? The assumption is you're human, but. That's funny. I mean, if they wanted to get weird with the story, they could probably have some revelation at some point that I'm, I was a robot who thought he was a man. Or something. I was I a know. robot the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was not programmed to love. Uh, anyway, it's very cool. I can't stop talking about it because I really like it. So I'll stop now and move on to Brian's game so this week. I am so glad that you turned that you turned around on that because when I saw when I first saw it, we had been discussing for months that we were looking for something cool in the mech universe and i thought this was it and then we both looked at it and we said nah and now it's you, such you a recanted. great fantasy like on the surface i was right. in i was already in because i'm just like this is where this i don't want to work on cars because that's boring in modern day boring lame i want right. to do something fantastic i could, I could literally go be a mechanic if i wanted to. right you could literally be a mechanic can i do this right no i have to play this video game to do this so right. this is my jam and i am loving it and by the way jam it the tone of it, if you try, oh, the music is also not my favorite. It's okay. It's kind of like just weird generic rock. Mm. Uh, 
I turn all that off and the ambience is more of my jam. The whole place is just humming all the time and making out, you know, robot noises. I'm going to noises. Spotify and looking for generic rock right now. Yeah, well, you can do that. If you, I, this stuff's yeah. like, you know, not even generic in the sense that someone made it. That's probably computer made. I don't know. It's okay, <laughs> but I turn that stuff off. And uh, uh, it, then when you do that, the whole thing has the vibe and the feel that maybe you're in the same universe as Shipbreaker. It feels like you're in that oh, nice. same world you're just working on mechs in this sector while in sector eight over there, dudes t- ripping ships apart. Like I like that feeling. So, uh, I'm right. All, in. all right. Dig it. Brian, tell me about chicken police. Yes, that's right. I said chicken police, chicken police. Speaking of a game that I played for five hot seconds back, I think in either November or December when this was recommended to me, it's been so long that I cannot remember. So like around November, December of, 2020 someone had suggested said you should play this stupid chicken police game and i was like what is this crap well it is a a uh it is an uh an adventure a point and click adventure game set in uh a film noir type setting so so what happens when frank miller sin city this is how i relate it because i've heard people <laughs> describe it different ways okay all right so what happens when frank miller sin city walks into a buddy cop movie about a couple of anthropomorphic can't say that word Anthro, it's the, Anthropom- it's the it's, oh, man. anthropomorphic. No way. Did I get Anthro- it right? Anthro. Anyway, it's when animals take on human characteristics. Chickens, <laughs> all right, in this case. <laughs> in a town full of animals, yeah. murder, class warfare, and racism, uh-huh. which I thought they would have said speciesism, but they didn't. But it's got it's got all these things really wrapped into it. So this which you get this clucking thing right here, this this chicken this mother clucker that I yeah. turned this mother clucker that I turned off. It's point and click adventure. Did you like uh, Sam and Max? Yes. They did their little noir adventure detective kind of yes, thing. You remember it's an that? adventure game. Yeah, I love adventure games. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, so it, you know, if you kinda like that or Grim Fandango, it's really it's really spot on the voice acting in this game. At first, I was worried. I'm like, ooh, that's a little too spot on. But after a while, the realism of this game, as weird as it is, the more realistic it is, the more I liked it. Oh, Be- well, it is weird. Because- look, at, look at these dudes. They're, that's a rooster talking to a chicken, and they're like yes. dressed up in their freaking human duds, and it's weird. It's weird, you're man. Playing, you're playing as Sonny Featherland, and your partner, who's on screen right now, is Marty McChicken. You are 120 days from retirement from the police force, the chicken police. Uh, but you've already been on furlough because uh, previous couple of years prior, uh, during a New Year's uh, event, uh, uh, your partner had shot you. So you've been on furlough for a while, but you're really close to retiring. In the meantime, you've been keeping yourself busy with kind of a pseudo uh, detective uh, company, you know, where, where that dame walks into your life this game just embraces all the detective noir things like you ever see the big sleep from the 40s that really oh, old yeah. movie yeah yeah so it's 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 all on rails as far as that goes except the creators the developers made this game visually first of all they made it black and white with just a touch of red yeah. the subtitle of this game is uh paint it red i believe or yeah paint it red um and you uh you, these characters are all Photos that were taken of real animals at their at a zoo, and then superimposed upon <laughs> developer and actors, yeah. uh, and they and they took these pictures, and so they're photorealistic pictures. Yeah, 
And they they used uh, what we used to do a lot of in flash animation. They still do it in a lot of animation. Is using this pivot. Uh, you know, you break yeah, up your uh, your characters. After Effects. Um, Super yeah, After Effects does yeah. this too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you basically pick a pivot point on the on the uh, two dimensional or three dimensional object, and you just pivot. You know, so it's limited animation, but yeah. it's so effective, and the realism of it just is so creepy at first. But then it just sucks you right in because there's this great audio narration. It is you have to nail that though, right? In yeah. a noir, yeah, you've got to nail it. Sure. You want me to play? Uh, so, I'm going to play a little bit of the intro for this thing. Or yes, the play the intro. All right, here's the here's the trailer bit for it. Uh, here you go. You're finally. Oh, that's that guy. Sorry. Nah, that's it not it. That is definitely not it. All right, here we go. Rough night in Clawville. What now? Well, let's gather my stuff and head to the club. One bizarre case to solve. What a pleasant surprise. The looks the cop was in person. <sighs> Never heard that one before. You here for a good old-fashioned beating? A dame to die for. We gotta find out who this Natasha is and what she wants from us. I mean, what does she mean? Was that is that your main chicken? That voice there was that your? Uh, yes, that last guy. He's kind of almost like a, it sounds like almost like a Jonathan Winters type, but yeah. he's he's very grisly and uh, he's uh, he's sunny. He's the one. He has a lot of history. This 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 story is rich and deep. And at first, I was like, oh, I'm not really interested in playing some, you know rich deep story driven game this point and click i'm like point and click ah yeah i'm so past point and click i'm not apparently chicken police brought me back in man Dude, it's I, like I, I, nothing wrong with adventure games point and click adventures they're great yeah yeah it, it sucked me right in and plus they break up okay first of all the all these characters have these really deep stories the sunny uh your main character is is going through some relationship problems there's a lot of adult themes by the way uh in this game <clears throat> which they play really loose with because even the language is like uh, they use a lot of things like clucking to oh, replace like fake, the F word. Fake swear words, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then then they fall out and go F-bombing. Oh, do they? Like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's weird. I it's thought it'd be like uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox did that where they would uh, insert fake swear words right. for any time anybody swore, but then they were consistent with it. You're saying this one, they decide to go ahead and go full F occasionally. Yeah, occasionally yeah. just go full F if the situation called for it. So mm. uh, you've been contracted. I won't give away too much of the story, but this is right around, around the very beginning. You get contracted uh, by uh, by some rich folks who are being threatened, uh, and and you have to uh, kind of figure out what's going on. And in the meantime, there's a murder that takes place, and things keep escalating. Now, you're not just doing adventure point-and-click uh, you're also doing some mini games in between that kind of break everything up, and they're they're really kind of fun mm. uh, mini games. Like there's one thing you go to a brothel as a chicken. Yeah, and I by the way, right this now is in this video. I see it. Right. So I think yeah, this is this this is my gameplay. By the way, okay. So I'm about to do the mini game here. So if you're into furries, this might be your jam. Uh, so you're a chicken. <laughs> Yeah. But you're in a you're in a town that was established for uh, all animals, and it was supposed to be a utopia. And but slowly over time, because of the predator and prey aspect of that, uh, the world has lost color. And now the only things you really see 
are red and a few greens and a couple of other little colors. Uh, but there's definitely an undercurrent of something sour going on here. Why are the bur- why is it chickens that are in charge of law enforcement though? What's that about? Okay, so so that's an interesting story. I've actually I, I listened to a little quick interview with the developers, and he said that the uh, the the thing that's that started the idea was he watched a YouTube video that had chickens versus bunnies or something. I don't know if it was animated. He didn't really go into it, but he did say that seeing how vicious the chickens were, he was like, yeah. That's they are characters. they are vicious. They're just so stupid. Like right, they are. They're they're very you know they're very single minded and focused, like a policeman needs to be, because the core game mechanic, past the point and click, yeah. is the interviews. So when you get to a certain part part in the storyline, you will actually get to investigate and uh, interrogate uh, these characters you come across, and you have to know things about the character. And how they respond to how you question them. And you'll have those choices uh, when you do this. And you're rated uh, as you as you get through with the questioning of these characters. And you can fail an interview. And it'll kind of, you know, it'll kind of stop or arrest oh, the, that's uh, interesting. the progression. You know, that you sounds like that reminds me of that L.A. Noir game kind of thing. Yes, it, that's, yeah. a, that's a good comparison, too. Mm. Uh, I didn't want to pull that comparison right away because I felt like, oh, people was like, oh, it's a LA noir, but it's not. But yes, it is. It's, it's also got aspects of that. This journal is fantastic. So you got clues and people and places and codex and stats. And uh, whenever you find out about a character, an individual that is spoken about, yeah. you'll get a sketch in your book. But then when you meet them, it'll make it a photograph and everything, just the interface, the whole interface is just so lovingly crafted it's just it's so it's such a well polished. It looks nice. Game. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell me if I, uh, so? Here we are in the brothel. Do do any chickens do it with bunnies or anything? Are we got any kind of you know uh, inter- dude, intercourse going on in this game, yeah, dude? Right. I, I think there's some suggestion of that. Yeah. Now that there's you know like naked, practically naked pictures, partially covered up, but yeah. very seductive. Oh, there's one which there. Is, yeah. Right. On the wall I there. think, yeah, there we go right to that picture right there. So this is definitely <laughs> a brothel. And uh, this all has to do, you, you find out as the threads are unraveled that how interconnected you are to all the other characters eventually. <laughs> These and two I'm cops really, are awesome. I'm sorry. Just the, the way they look. are incredible. Yeah, the way they look standing there, perfect choice yeah. for what those guys look like. I think that's yeah. great. That's it is great. spot on. Yeah. There's a there's a, the 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 guy who's with you, Marty, your partner. He's 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 pretty hilarious. It's a buddy cop. I mean, you got a lot of there's a lot of humor in this, but there's a lot of serious. Okay, here's one of the mini games oh, here. You got to zip gotta, up some lady. Yeah, I got to zip it up at just the right speed. You can't zip up too fast. Yeah. There's a there's times that you have to like untie knots. So you have to like run a path around a, a rope. <laughs> Uh, and so there's, you know, puzzle solving with clocks and, and different things. But yeah. I'm telling you, at first I was like, nah, this ain't my jam. But I came back a couple of months later. I'm glad. You and did. I'm like, oh, totally. I'm, I'm playing glad you did. Through. It reminds me of um, it's like adult Zootopia. A little it, bit. That is a great comparison. There's all, almost everybody I've seen. You can almost tell from what generation they're from. Because all of these things have had influences yeah. over time. And so, yeah, Zootopia is a great comparison. It's a recent comparison uh, where you got these animals that are, you know, dealing with these social and political issues and, uh, it's, and you know, racism. These, and it's, it's these these high it's good the, this high resolution, high contrast and anim- character idol animation is so good. 
It like is. They just it's look fantastic. cool. I, I, I'm going to have to play this. This looks yeah cool. How much am I paying for this thing? What's the cost? Dude, so this game right now is it's generally $20. $19.99. Get on Steam just about any day of the week. Right now, good old games. No, maybe not good old games. Green Man Gaming? One of those. Anyway, the cheapest price is on Humble Bundle, thirteen thirty nine right now. That's not bad. And uh, I think that's a steal. This game came out uh, November 5th, 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's not as recent as some of the games we've been playing, but it's very recent. It's available on just about – it's on every platform except, I think, like like mobile phones or iOS. Yeah, so look at that. PS4, Switch, Windows, yeah. Xbox One, Macs. Yeah, that's, all, that's great. Yeah, it's on, it's on all the things you can think of. Right. And uh, it's, it's fantastic. Do play it. Uh, 12 hours to beat if you're, you know, if you're kind of taking a leisurely stroll and listening to the eight hours of recorded dialogue. Uh, so I, that's where I'm at. And the story, I mean, the, the, the thing that will lose or win for this game is story. And you're saying they get it right. So I think I would invest that time. Absolutely. And it's complicated because when you, when you start, if you've ever like tried to write down like a dialogue tree and, 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 and these choices, that you have to make it's very difficult to keep that moving forward in each thread. And I think they've done a fantastic job here. Only a couple of times have I said, Oh, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of could have went either way. That felt kind of forced, mm-hmm. but uh, overall they've done a fantastic job. Apparently developers been looking at uh, creating this since like 2011 and they just worked uh, and just made all these great decisions along the way. And I'm going to give this thing nine dames out of 10 walking in and out of my clucking life. Uh, for this week, I I was really impressed with this game. Hmm. All right, developer well, developer is the wild gentleman, and the publisher is Handy Games. Handy Games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you go to the brothel, you get a you get a handy. All right, moving on. You get it. You get you get a paw. Actually, is what oh, you, you get, get a paw. You, you get a paw. Job. Yeah. There's actually more. I didn't even mention this. There's there's uh you know since there is a hierarchy of, of of classism and everything in this game, you've got you've got uh you got your mammals, you got your you know, your birds, your fowl, and you also got uh like lizards. And there's all of these aspects of how these characters would respond in real life to these other predator prey relationships that are applied into human relationships and like i said it's just a really smart well laid out puzzle solving well adventure game i'm already sold on the look of it alone so we will uh mm. we'll let you know if look I look it's one of the best things about it and the music oh, i didn't mention the music the oh. jazz music oh yeah very noir jazz music is really good yeah uh all right well there you have it now this it's a me mania. <laughs> time for us to play guess my game yeah that's right that's a- I got a game to guess. So does Brian. These are older games, usually, not always. It can be whatever. But we try to pick a game that we can stump the other person with, but not too stumpy. We're not trying to do too obscure. Like, there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of games stumpy. out there, you know, and a lot of them are dumb, uh, and no one's ever heard of them. But we try to do ones we've heard of. So uh, today's, the only hint you're going to get from me is the year is 1997. Ooh, and that's a fantastic year. Here's your clip right here. <laughs> Fighting and then some dialogue. Die, monster. You don't belong in this world. It was not by my hand that I'm once again given flesh. I was called here by humans who wish to pay me tribute. Tribute? You steal men's souls and make them your slaves. 
Perhaps the same could be said of all religions. All right. <laughs> wow. What do you think of that? That sounds both familiar and not at all. I recognize some of the themes, but I feel like this is going to be a part one of a game that I've maybe played part two of. Well, I can tell you that was the ex- that was the very upfront earliest thing you do in the game. Okay, and it's al- it's also um, supposed to be um, a, a prologue of sorts. That's sort of an epilogue of the previous game. Okay. So it's, it's it's depicting the events of the final bits of the last game, and then this new game picks up from there. Interesting. So in a way, it's not a tr- it's not a sequel in any way. It's just sort of like, right. hey, here's what happened last time, and now this leads into this next thing. And you got considered- me stumped. I know, I know this story, and I've definitely played, a, 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 you know, one of these. But I'm just not sure what series is from. It is Castlevania Symphony. Is it Castlevania? Gosh, dang it! Sim- I almost Symphony. thought for a second it might be Castlevania. I was like, no, nah, that's that well, can't be right. Symphony of the Night is an important part to add because yeah, uh, anything. Like when people say, that. hey, I played a, 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 a Metroidvania, they're talking about Metroid and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Like, yeah, I'm not talking about the exactly. old, the old, the old ones were basically just side scrollers. This thing is a straight up new kind of way to play at the time anyway. And it was a big deal. That game still holds up. It's very good. The dialogue is terrible. I should have got that one. It's horrendous dialogue. But, I think uh, it's probably the reason why I didn't. I was just like, ah, keep move on. Let's keep go. Moving. Keep moving. You know, um, I didn't really play that until later. In life, when uh, after I had, you know, I had encountered so many Metroidvania games, I was like, okay, so where's the source set? Yeah. And so I never really played this game back in the day. While all of my friends were playing Final Fantasy VII, I was playing uh, Symphony of the Night. That's how nice. it went for me. Yeah. Big fan. Love it. Uh, all right. That's we'll, a good one. Good we'll, job. Thank you very much. 1997. Stumped. All right. PlayStation 1, I should have mentioned. All right. Here's the um, uh, the game Brian brought. I have no idea what it is, so I'll just hit play and see if I can figure it out. Here we 2000. Go. All right. 2000. Engineering. Waiting order received for the Union. Comrade. Reinforcements have arrived. Capture Garrison. Is this burnt into your brain? Yeah, it's uh, Command and Conquer, like Red Alert or something. Yeah, which one? Uh, Red Alert 1. Red Alert 1. Red Alert 2. Wrong. 2. You nailed it. <laughs> Structure <laughs> abandoned. I'll yeah. give you a hint. It wasn't the first one. It was 2. It was all this da and like, uh, by the way, are you selecting them all like over and over? Well, I wasn't, but whoever was playing was selecting them all because I, I had forgotten how spammy this game was oh, with the... With the selection, just like, oh my god. It's the most chatty freaking units yeah. I've ever heard in a video game. Um, I forgot you could make them do that. But yeah, I <laughs> loved the Red Alert games, especially two. And uh, I even liked, um, there was one called uh, Command and Conquer Tiberium Sun. Uh, yes. That also game doing. was cool. Even though it wasn't... Considered, it's considered one of the worst games, but uh, of the series. Right. But I like Tiberian Sun a lot. Tiberian. Did you Tiberium, know that you can you can pick up the collection of this, uh, which is like like twelve games or something from the Command and Conquer all the way up to Tiberian Twilight Command and Conquer Four on Origin. Is it part of the play? I'm not yeah, sure. It's on, it's on play. It's on both. Uh, yeah, but I think it's like twelve ninety nine if you want to just get it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's on uh, Game Pass, PC. I don't know if it's on console or not. Three might be. Uh, right. Anyway, it's all uh, 
available on Game Pass right now, or a part of EA Play, which is part of Game Pass. So yeah, same deal. Oh, that reminds me, there's a new EA game that's not on Game or it's not on EA Play yet because it's new and they don't do brand new stuff day and date. But um, oh my god, go what? ahead. It's called. It's I was ex- gonna say oh. oh my god because I I um you know they just they just did the EA Play yeah. uh, for the PC uh, for the Game Pass. Yeah, they did and. And oh my gosh, the hoops I had to jump through to get my accounts lined up was just really? too many. They, they need a better interface. Because I haven't done that yet, and I wondered how that was going to be. Because oh, you got a, a, a line with what, what they call it now, Electronic Arts Network or whatever. They yeah. didn't call it Origin anymore. You, it's something else. You got no. You got to download. There's a new client you got to download, and you got to also uh, to connect the two services just right. Yeah, this is uh, way easier on console app, and it's us. Oh, it was a yeah. it was a pain. It took me like it took me like probably like a couple of hours just kind of bouncing back and forth. I wasn't really focusing hard on it, but I'd go, I'd try one thing, like okay, that didn't work. Okay, I gotta wait for this to do this thing here, and it was ooh, it was a pain. Ooh, I just ooh, have to say, it. I forgot I had your video running still back here of this game you played. <laughs> wow, this alligator person, Madam's. Oh yes, she is the brothel. Uh, she is the brothel owner, Madam Zewas. Look at her; and, uh, she's awesome, she's fantastic, dude. She's, she's fantastic. the madam of this place, and she's this big yes. old alligator lady. Oh yes. man, I'm so in on your weird. And game. she's Russian. If that wasn't good enough for you, or some kind of some kind of uh, Eastern uh, Bloc kind of accent. Eastern Bloc. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. Those are our two games. We guessed them. Well, I guess mine. Brian didn't guess yeah. his, so you can blame him for that. And uh, <laughs> it's no blame. No blame. No blame. Hey, hey did, time the cha- for- did the chat room guess it? Because I did bad. They did. Somebody pretty quickly said S-O-T-N, which I guess is something. Good. Uh, let's see here. Let's get right to it and jump into what? Oh, email this week. We got one from uh, Grundy Fun. <laughs> That's a cool Grundy. name. Uh, boopshow at gmail.com. That's B-O-O-P-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Please send your emails. We love them. And uh, Grundy Fun sent with this, this one in. He says this. Dear Scott and Brian, at what point is indie no longer the right label? Can we even call a studio like Supergiant Games indie anymore after a point, given all the success they've had up and, in, up, up and to, sorry, up to and including Hades? Thanks and keep up the great work. Uh, Grundy Fun. Well, Grundy. It's a good point. It's a good question. It's, like, it's a good discussion that me and Scott have a lot, and it's also something that's been addressed on the internet. I mean, I've heard people call them double A games, the triple A games. They're oh, that's giant interesting. Indies. Yeah, because I don't think the because quality is never the question. So triple A yeah. is supposed to mean quality, and then if you say B tier, we're you know we're then talking less quality. But we don't mean that with indies. Sometimes indies are triple A in terms of quality, but calling them triple A games seems weird. And I don't know anymore. Like in the, in the case of Supergiant, like they're big enough now that, and they've had enough success that are they are they closer to uh, early 2000s Blizzard than they are an indie right. team? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're still like a small a, team. Maybe, maybe, kinda, it, maybe it's a number. Maybe it's the number of people on your team. Maybe that's it. It, it, it could be that. I, I kind of also look at it as a is it is it near a uh publicly traded area because I mean if it's publicly traded you no longer get to make those indie decisions because you're answering to stockholders or sometimes really big 
publishers that can really push you oh, to make you know changes what? to your game. You just did it. That's it. Independent right. literally means independent of... We make our own decisions. We make our own decisions. I'm doing this on my own. I don't require your approval or money to do it. I'm using my right. own. So, me. that's it. That's it. You know what? Supergiant Games still an independent publisher, still an independent independent producer. They're not owned by anybody, and they don't, and they're not a public company. I think that's the distinction. That's it. I think it's it. I think that is it. I, I, you know, on a very base level, we can still get yeah, into yeah. the weeds oh, we on like you know tone Absolutely. and whatever. But I think that's probably it right there. Yeah. As soon as as soon as they start answering too much to Epic, then you know, yeah, or whoever whoever bosses sure. them around, whoever buys them, and bosses like, them, and tells them what to do. Yeah. If they end up doing, if they jump how if they say jump and they say how high then you start to wonder how independent they are but right but i think you nailed it i can't believe you you kind of accidentally backed your truck right up into that bog that's exactly it well well done (laughs) uh grundy fun your email was great maybe others will learn from it uh send your emails to boopshow at gmail.com a quick note next week i think i'm going to talk about the tenants game uh, that i mentioned before brian's going to talk about ranch simulator which i also got and probably need to poke my head in there to see if that needs a second look because my first yeah. time in there was like, oh, I don't know about this. I, I was the same thing and I wasn't going to revisit it. But then you had this revisit on the mech mechanic we talked about earlier. And I was like, you know what? It, I had a revisit on that and a revisit on the chicken police. And I'm like, well, maybe that goofy, weird ranch simulator thing <laughs> is more fun than I think. And if that falls through, if I go back in, I'm like, nah, there's nothing here. I'm going to play Dwarf Romantic. Ooh. It's a peaceful building strategy and puzzle game. Oh, that uh, sounds and cool. It, it, yeah, you you place tiles and you have to you have to rotate them around so that oh, they Oh, did I match get a code? Up. I think I got a code for this. You might have got a code. Let me double you check. I'm going to check here real quick. I got it right here in front of me. Uh, I have a code for the following game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Deformantic. <laughs> Yeah, Dorf Dorf Romantic. Uh, I think Dorf is Romantic. It, yeah, yeah. It's a weird looking. I'm not sure what to make of it. Um, it kind of has a From Catan where? feel, or not Catan. What's the game where you connect land up and? Yeah, um, um, I don't know what to call it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know, but what yeah, I mean. it's basically a hexagonal type, uh, uh, you know, platform tiles that you you rotate around so that that the corners match up with the intended pur- purpose of building. Uh, cities, communities, uh, farms, whatever you're trying to build. So yeah, it seems neat. It's, uh, yeah, so you can start with so many tiles you'll see right there, and uh, each tile is, of course, once you receive it, it it's, comes in the stack, and you have to place it in order to accomplish certain quests. Yeah, it looks neat. We'll uh, we'll have to talk about that one jointly when, uh, when that comes around. Uh, maybe it's next week, who knows? Anyway, uh, so check us out. When you first wrote it in here, I thought, he, what's he saying? He's so full of crap. What is that? I thought you were saying that or otherwise known as Ranch Simulator. And I'm like, what is he oh, saying? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, That's I know what you meant. Anyway, it looks neat. We'll talk about that and more next week right here on The Boop Show. In the meantime, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P is where you'll find everything related to us. You can find our Twitter account as well, at Boop Show. Sign up to the Frog Pants newsletter. There's gaming stuff in there occasionally as well. Uh, stuff from all over the network, but uh, sometimes even like weird stuff. Like I, I put up a rice bowl recipe the other day. Oh, oh I saw that. Yeah. I started to try to make that. It's very good. You should finish. Delicious. It's very good. Uh, anyway, go check that out if you want. Frogpants.club. Club is what you're looking for. Frogpants.club. I also have a, I, have a, I made a, uh, 
uh, QR code for it. Why? Why oh. did I do that? I don't know why I did that. There's no reason. Very, very dorky. Very dorky. <laughs> so I'll put it up for the chat and they can just aim their phone at it. Uh, love it. Anyway, sign up for the uh, the the newsletter. We're having a lot of fun with oh, it and it. Um, cool stuff coming. So go check it out. I think it's going to do it. Brian, anything you want to say to satiate these fine people before we see them next time? Absolutely. Indie games forever. Uh, indie games forever. Just don't do what the man tells you. It's going to do it yeah. for us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>